Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Thanks for joining us for Q&A. So glad you're with us. Um, If you have questions from today's sermon, we'd encourage you to text them in, and then Ryan gets to answer them today. Attempts to, tries to answer them. (laughs) Oh, you successfully did last time, so I'm sure we'll have a repeat this time. (laughs) So the number's up on the screen. We'd encourage you to text them in. Um, Really encouraging. um, This was a different perspective uh, then I've looked at the story. I've looked mm-hmm. at the story from the traditional yes, perspective. Yes. And so um, certainly eye-opening to me and thinking about those opportunities, mm-hmm. um, where can we greater put God's glory on display? It's almost yeah. shifting your th- thinking yeah. in some ways about what we're doing on a daily basis and yeah. our interactions with other people. Yeah. Or I maybe even to say uh, definitely a shift in thinking, but more of a recognition of, I, I try to use the phrase, what matters most. Yes. We see the Lord speaks on his glory being made known so many places in the scripture. So we see it matters a lot for the Lord. And so yes. we think we need to think like the Lord does just as I think David thought mm-hmm. in, in that 17th chapter of First Samuel. So, And it really seems like an obvious like when yes. you're teaching them, I'm like, oh, this isn't obvious. Why have I never caught this? Yeah. You know, it's more like, okay, am I doing the right thing, the yes. proper thing? But ultimately, is that glorifying the Lord? So yep. it's bringing back what matters. So um, we do have some questions. So we'll go ahead and jump in. All right, let's right? do it. All right. Uh, question number one, um, when people stab at our faith and are actively making fun <laughs> of or light of our faith, how can we defend it without striving for our glory? Hmm. That's That's a... That's a great question. Um, I think I would, I definitely understand there's kind of two camps here. One says, don't defend God, mm. right? That, that's kind of, you don't need to defend God. And the other says, well, you have that verse that Paul says, have an answer ready for all men uh, about the Lord. Right. And so I definitely understand the, you know, the difference, you know, God can defend himself. At the same moment, we have verses that say, speak to it. And so... I think it's a great question that has a good balance, and I they, I like how they use that word in there as well. How do you balance that? And I I I, I my mind goes back because I was I've been teaching Daniel to our college ministry recently, mm-hmm. and they got that chapter three Tony taught it about it a couple weeks ago, which he did a great job. But that that moment where uh, a question comes or and what what they do is just really interesting. Uh, the three guys Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego they they don't disrespect. They're not cruel to the guy who's about to kill them. They just state simply what they believe, mm-hmm. that uh, we're not going to bow down to you. Uh, our God will deliver us, but if he doesn't, uh, we still won't bow down. And there was like an essence of kindness and peace and mm. respect in the answer that I thought was helpful for us as people challenge us right. to recognize, I'll provide my answer, but I'm going to do it in a loving, a respectful way. And they might be screaming. They might be screaming at me, but uh, I still want them to see the character of love demonstrated through my words as I provide a, an answer, right? And so there's even there's honestly some times where someone might say something super divisive to me about what mm. I believe, like, you're a Christian, how could you believe this? And uh, I have taken a, an approach sometimes to say, well, that, I honestly just want to get to know you. That's a, such a divisive topic, and I'd love to talk about that another time, but I simply just want to know who you are. I, I don't want to start this off with such division, you know? I'm, right. I'm not trying to avoid the conversation. I want it to come in time, but I want them to see how much I 
care about them mm. before I provide this like super divisive statement. But at the same time, I'm totally willing to give the answer. But I re- I want to work hard to make sure they know I respect them, I love them, even if I personally disagree with them. So does that make sense? Kind yeah, of like it the does. Balance, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, for me, at least, as I've wrestled through it. Well, and you mentioned also in your teaching, you can't control the reactions of other people. You can't control the choices of other people. So even if they're still screaming at you, it almost speaks louder to show the love because then you're not feeding back in anger. Yes. And likely when someone's angry, they're not going to be able to listen Mm -hmm. at that point, but it shows something different that may be able to win them over or at least to have a conversation and build a relationship with them. Yeah. I get that a lot. So yeah, that's a fantastic question. Yeah, so great provide question. Provide the answer, but be loving as you do it, I suppose, you know? Sure. And so. I can imagine that being challenging when you're faced with aggression. Yes. To not, it's difficult to not respond. Yes. In aggression. Yep. And I, just the life of Jesus pictures that principle super well, yes, right? It everyone, does. everyone thought Jesus was going to, the Messiah was going to come with sword and spear, and he came with washing people's feet, you know? It's like everyone expected him to conquer by killing, but he conquered by loving. And so just as Mm -hmm. life, when aggression came to him, how he responded to aggression was, uh, is an example that I want to follow myself. Um, So, yeah. And he asked questions. Reading through um, that 90-day New Testament reading challenge, like going through Matthew and like seeing his interaction with the Pharisees, like, he asked calm questions. Yes. He taught through stories. Like he didn't, yeah, he didn't come with sword and spear. And you're just like, yes. oh, oh, yep. it's thought provoking. And it, it's just cool to to see his relationship with the father yep. and then his relationship with those who hated him. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's powerful to see that. It is. Um, so you, when talking about defending our glory, uh, one question, I so struggle with silently defending my glory against those who have wronged me. Like you said, I start the day well and fail quickly. How do I do better? Oh, interesting. That's a great question. Huh? My, um, that, that statement do better is, a <clears throat> is one that I think, uh, brings back some memories in my own life hmm. of starting well, but ending up here. Uh, to the simple answer, I'd say is John 15, to abide mm. is how to do better. But it's really not us doing better. It's allowing him to do better. And this is how this is honestly how it showed up in my life. Um, when I was at um, my university, CIU, I was graduating from, we loved playing uh, Ultimate Frisbee. Mm-hmm. And although I started off, I'd walk up to the field, I'd get my shoes off, I'd be talking like, hey, how's your day? You know, like, I, I wanted to to depict Jesus as I was getting ready. But after the game, the Ryan they saw, uh, the Ryan they saw walking off was vastly different than the Ryan they mm. saw walking on. And people would be chirping at, you know, chirping at me, you know, the kind of that competitive flavor. But uh, I would respond in aggression when someone would, would speak out, well, oh, Ryan, you, you know, you butterfingers, you, you name it. I just, mm. I dislike that. And so I'm trying to show, uh, often I would, I would respond in a bad way, and I got to do better next time. But what was honestly so life-changing for me was I walked on the – I began – I walked off the field one time, and I I came to the conclusion – I think it was a conviction of the Spirit Spirit saying, all they see on that ultimate field is you, Ryan. They don't see Mm. me. And so every time I went to step on that field, I just said a simple phrase, Lord, I'm going to let you live. 
I'm going to let you live on this ultimate field. And uh, whether I threw a pass and it got blocked, I'm going to let you live. Uh, I, I, I caught a, a great pass and scored a, a point. I'm going to let you live. Like I, it was a, it was a, it was a reminder of, of letting Jesus live through me like he did 2000 years ago. And it, it drastically changed how I, how I played ultimate. And I would say it drastically changes how we live in, in regards to our glory. We're seeking for other mm. people to be known where an instance, you walk out of the house, Lord, would you live through me? I want you to live through me. <clears throat> I've, I've begun doing it in my conversations. I walk into uh, maybe another pastor in, in the church. Lord, I want you to live through me in this. And it's this constant reminder, this 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 great rhythm of our life of saying, Jesus, reveal yourself here. Uh, speak, live, talk. And so uh, I'm not sure it's like a roll up your sleeves and just determine next time you'll do it better. Mm. I think the answer more resides in let him live his life through you. And just give him the place to do it. Lord, I'm going to let you live. And so that, that was helpful for me. Uh, it made sense and it's been really um, challenging as I've really wrestled with that myself. So I think that is helpful. It's a practical, uh, it's a recognition. Yes. And then it's a practical step, like you said, to let the Lord show through you mm-hmm. and that acknowledgement that you're struggling. And so whether that's outward or it's in your mind, which sometimes I think your mind can almost be more difficult to to battle yes, in some does. of those areas, but um, taking your thoughts captive and letting the Lord live or asking the Lord to help you love someone the way He loves them. I mean, that's one thing that's helped me because I've struggled definitely mentally of that rabbit trail mm-hmm. of you start with that frustration of somebody against you and you're going so far down making yourself so amazing yes. in your mind yeah. um, that then... It can come out outwardly, mm-hmm. even though it started inwardly. But yes. um, so, like, let Lord, you know, let you live through this. Uh, a prayer I've used is just um, let me love them as you love them, yeah. despite what's happened. Mm-hmm. Help me to love them as you love them. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's a regular battle. It's not that it's um, perfect. I've of done course. better, and now it's done. But I think that's a practical step to let the Lord live through us. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's the it's the key to walking in the Spirit, mm, absolutely. right? Just inviting the Spirit to live um, through me. And so I think that often comes in sometimes short prayers of, would you live through me? So that's at least been a help to me. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Because you can start one way in the morning and yes. then things happen yes. very quickly soon as you walk out your door. Yes, it's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, next question. Uh, people's perception of our beliefs on fundamental aspects of their identity often create division. How do you get past this and show love to them without being permissive of sin? So like, how do you love someone who might be in sin, even though, because I said people's perception of our beliefs Could you read it one more time? Sure. Um, People's perception of our beliefs on fundamental aspects of their identity often create division. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you get past this and show that you love them without being permissive of their sin? Hmm. That's a great question. I guess it it does kind of pull back to that first question as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have division of thinking and beliefs. And so how do we love people even though we disagree with what they're doing? Yeah. Um, And I probably would would stand by the same answer of providing the answer, not being afraid to do that, right? I, like, honestly, I, personally, I um, I don't agree with this decision you're making, and yet I want you to know I really care about you. Like, mm. I would hate if this division stopped us from 
from being together. And I recognize that that might be the case for you, which I, I understand. But on my side, I, I don't want this to stop our relationship. I don't want this to stop our friendship. Um, I mean, and you see, Jesus says the world will hate you. It hated me first, right? So I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I shouldn't be surprised when that happens. And when they break away, I understand. Like it, that, that, that would be a, a logical conclusion if I was on their side. I get that, right? I'm, sure. I'm challenging the way that they are living, the way they are identifying. Mm-hmm. But I truly believe there's a better way to live and identify. And so I want to respectfully share that at the same moment of saying, I, I really hope this won't end our friendship, our relationship. I, I recognize if it will. but And I think that's a revealing of my love for them at the same time of the recognition of um, my disagreement with their life, I suppose, you know? Sure. And I, I, someone once told me you shouldn't hold an unbeliever to the standard of a believer, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm not afraid to say I disagree, but I'm not going to look at them if they don't follow Jesus and, and like force them to live like Jesus. They don't believe in right. them, right? Uh, and so I, I try to love but share the simple truth of where I believe. Mm-hmm. So, but there are times I, I will try to push the the simple truth back a little bit longer so that we mm-hmm. could have some more interaction person to person, and then I'll bring it in when 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 they trust when trust is more established at times. But mm-hmm. I guess it's more of a case by case time. Yeah. Um, typically, when someone comes in super aggressive, that's when I I'll try to lengthen the time of having the conversation and uh, de-escalated by, by words of care, love, and, and mm-hmm. desire to know them, I suppose, and, and doing kind things. So does that make sense? That's yeah, kind that of does. where I would land. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great, um, a great encouragement to remember to, to love yes. as Christ loved all of the people that he dealt with on a regular mm-hmm. basis. I mean, it's the, the best example we have, and that's how we can continue to do that. Yep. Even when, because disagreeing doesn't mean you don't love or care for that's somebody. Right. Yeah. And that's the, that seems to be a, a movement pushed currently is if you yes. disagree with someone right now, you can't be in relationship with them. And that's just, that's just not, I don't, I don't you think You would have no friends. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I know. I know. Or we would, they would just all think like you. Exactly. Yeah. But then you, you're not living life with anyone that has disagreements with you. And you probably, if we adopt that, we won't be, we won't get to know any unbelievers. Right. If we, cause we disagree with the way they're living. And so, uh, I don't know. I just think it's a, it's a helpful thing to recognize. Division doesn't equate uh, this anti-friendship with people, or this disagreement doesn't mm-hmm. equa- doesn't have to equate to division, I suppose. Right. Um, and so it, it didn't with Jesus. He still pursued us, mm-hmm. and we were adamantly against him. And so, yeah, it's just a it's a true thing. Yeah, so. and I'm so grateful he didn't. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Oh, I'm so grateful. Um, well, as we wrap up, anything you would want to add at the end or add as an additional encouragement before we finish this morning? Um, that's a that's a good question. Again, I I wish I could have probably spent a little more minutes addressing how we receive hurt, mm. but my hope was how we respond to it usually indicates whose greatness are we about. And so mm-hmm. it's definitely true if I could reiterate, when people say something about you, it, that doesn't mean it's true. Where we go for who we are is the scriptures, and right. so we need to we need to know the scriptures because then we will know what to throw out and what to accept when people speak negatively about us, right? And so I wish I could spend a little more time there of addressing how we don't receive what people say; we just don't respond in aggression. Hmm. Uh, and the Word of God is is the key to know what to accept and what to 
uh, throw out and just disregard as we still seek to love people. So um, that's why I wish I could have said that a little longer, but that's okay. So good reminder. Yeah. Good reminder. For sure. up. I totally appreciate you being here yeah. this morning. Appreciate you teaching. I love it. Um, thanks for joining us. And we hope you guys have a blessed day. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.